If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up is a piece written by Jared D. Childress. This is published at sacobserver.com. Protesters burned American flags on the steps of the Capitol and marched onto the Interstate 5 on-ramp at L Street on July 4, chanting, Abortion is health care stopping holiday traffic in Sacramento. The crowd organized in protest of the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade, which is expected to lead to abortion bans in half of the states. Quote, As a young black woman, I'm fighting for every black woman, said Jaden Wilson, age 18. Black women are the most disregarded and will be the most affected by this decision. Wilson took to the megaphone and led the crowd in a chant cursing Justice Clarence Thomas, President Joe Biden, and Vice President Kamala Harris. When asked why she included Biden and Harris, Wilson said, I'm saying their names because they are politicians as well, and politicians are not supporting black people. According to HIT Strategies, Biden's approval rating among blacks under age 50 dropped from 77% to 64% from January to March and continues to slip. Jamea Atkins and Nia Thomas, both 15, said it was important for young people to be involved because they are the future of this country. The force supposedly represents independence for America, but if we look at the direction this country is going, that's not where we're headed, Thomas said. Roe v. Wade isn't just about abortion, it's also about gay marriage and contraceptives, Atkins said. We have to fight for our right to a better future. While Roe's overturning does not ban contraceptives, Justice Thomas wrote on page 119 of the court's majority opinion that justices should, quote, reconsider all of the court's substantive due process precedents. He then mentioned by name previous rulings that protected marriage equality and the right for married couples to access contraception. DeAndre Witten said it was important for black men to support black women. Quote, black women are getting raped on a daily basis, said Witten, age 22. The government is supposed to keep us safe, but they are not keeping black women safe. According to the National Center on Violence Against Women in the Black Community, one in five black women are survivors of rape, and one in four black girls will be sexually abused before the age of 18. Cosmo Ezekiel attended the protest with his partner and their child. As a non-binary gender, all-encompassing trans person of color, he said the conversation needs to be trans-inclusive. I do have a uterus and my rights are being infringed upon, said Ezekiel, age 22. It means a lot to me to be here as a trans person and a trans parent. In a 2019 study, researchers recommended that abortion care should include and affirm the experiences of transgender, non-binary, and gender-expansive people after 36% of those surveyed who experienced pregnancy considered trying to end a pregnancy on their own without clinical supervision. While abortions remain legal in California, Wilson said blacks across the nation need to fight the overturning of a precedent set 49 years ago. 
Black women and any black person with a uterus have to make our voices heard, Wilson said. They weren't listening to us when we told them to stop killing us, and now they're patrolling our uteruses. We've got to come out and fight. Next up is a piece written by Cassandra Ballard. This is published at postindependent.com. Women lined Grand Avenue in Glenwood Springs on Wednesday with colorful pro-choice signs, hoping to catch the eye of commuters heading home. On Wednesday during rush hour, women of all ages, along with a handful of men, lined the Sayre Park side of Grand to protest the recent U.S. Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24. Signs varied from saying if men could get pregnant, abortion would be safe, and I need to talk about the elephant in the womb. I did this back in the 1960s and 1970s. I can't believe I'm doing this again, Glenwood resident Kate Bradley said. Ross Corwin attended with his daughter Sarah Corwin, carrying signs that said, My Body, My Choice, and Ban SCOTUS. The fact that I'm about to turn 15 and I'm already getting rights taken away, Sarah said. I'm a black woman, so I have a disadvantage already in America, and now I have a disadvantage as a woman in America. I want young women and trans and non-binary people to all be able to have control over their own body. On the other side of the street were nine protesters, including Hannah Pfaff, a young woman who had an unplanned pregnancy and was supported by the Pregnancy Resource Center in Glenwood Springs. Quote, I'm here today because I believe in the sanctity of life, Pfaff said. I hope I can change one mind of someone driving by today. I hope that the messages that they're seeing on this side can really hit home with someone. Pfaff wanted people to know she is willing to love and support them the way that she was loved and supported when she was pregnant. At one point, 13-year-old pro-choice protester Keeley Riley crossed the busy main road to hold a sign next to one of the protesters that said, Ignore this sign, with an arrow pointing to the sign next to her. I talked to the woman, Faf, and was surprised that she was really nice, Riley said. I wanted to talk to her because I do have an interest in what people like her have to say. Faf said she wanted to show Riley that the counter-protesters were not mean people. Riley went to a protest in Bend, Oregon, and she said the people there were much meaner, with people telling her to kill herself. She said she wanted to inform people and encourage them to vote. She was also curious about what people on the other side of the road had to say. Riley came with two friends, Susanna Garcelon and Ruby Hood. All of the girls were supported by their mothers and fellow protesters, although some passing motorists responded to their message with hostility, they said. Yet they said the vast majority of drivers were in favor, showing their support with honks, thumbs up, and engine revs. Back on the pro-choice side of the street were two of the organizers of the protest, Katrina McAlpin and Tammy Reynolds. I am very thankful to live in Colorado, where Governor Jared Polis has provided bills that help people help give people contraceptives if they need it for free, McAlpin said. Faf also mentioned the ability and accessibility to obtain free contraceptives in Colorado, while fellow organizer Tammy Reynolds said she fears that contraceptives could be the next thing to be taken from women, since it has already been proposed in some states. McAlpin, like Faf, is also a younger mother with a three-year-old daughter. She and the other supporters hope to bring awareness and to encourage voting for themselves, their community, and people like her daughter. Quote, I was living in poverty, and I had to make that difficult choice, McAlpin said. That was my choice to make. Nobody else's.
And finally, for this episode, a piece published at patch.com, written by Anna Bybee Shear and Deanne Lawrence White. A massive crowd took to the street Saturday in downtown Tampa to rally for abortion rights as a conservative Moms for Liberty group held its first national convention nearby. Videos circulating on Twitter show the large crowd outside the Tampa Marriott Water Street, where the convention is being held. Among those attending is Pinellas County pro-choice activist Farrah Dawn, who posted a video of the protest on Twitter. The demonstration is in reaction to the U.S. Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade last month and the Florida legislature passing a ban on abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy during its 2022 session. The legislation was signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis April 14. Since then, Florida pro-choice groups have filed a series of court actions to prevent the new law from taking effect. Last week, Leon County Circuit Judge John Cooper issued a temporary injunction to block the law, saying it violated the Florida Constitution. However, the state appealed the injunction, prompting an automatic stay of Cooper's ruling and keeping the new law in effect. While the conservative Moms for Liberty, started by two former Florida school board members, hasn't made abortion one of its platform issues, the presence of DeSantis at the Moms of Liberty First National Summit Friday morning, along with Attorney General Ashley Moody and former Governor and now U.S. Senator Rick Scott on Saturday, made the summit an ideal forum for Tampa Bay pro-choice advocates to express their dismay over the Supreme Court and Florida legislature's actions, said the Tampa Bay Coalition for Women's Rights. At the same time, the hotel is also the site of the Florida Democratic Party's Leadership Blue 2022 Summit, July 15-17, to attended by vocal pro-choice candidates Florida Agricultural Commission Nikki Freed and U.S. Representative Charlie Crist, both vying for the governor's seat. State Representatives Fentrice Driscoll and Anna V. Escamani and U.S. Senate candidate Val Demings. This is an opportunity to show up en masse and show them that we won't rest until this war on bodily autonomy is over, said the coalition in its invitation to the protests on Facebook. Led by both the coalition and Tampa Bay's Party for Socialism and Liberation, the protest began Saturday at 10 a.m. at Likes Gaslight Park in downtown Tampa. Gathering supporters along the way, the protesters then marched to the Marriott Water Street at 505 Water Street to continue the protest, while Moms for Liberty hosted a forum featuring Scott and heard from Moody inside the hotel. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. A sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it. <laughs>